The Gunpowder Falls Casket Company is proud to sponsor this audio performance of The Secret and Impossible League of the Noosphere, presented by Live Girls Theatre and Pendant Productions. When tragedy strikes, remember that Gunpowder Falls Casket Company is here for you. Our warehouse keeps coffins of all kinds, from cheap pine to elegant rosewood, always on hand and made to order in any style. In a Gunpowder Falls casket, there's no need for a hasty burial. Your deceased's remains may be kept as long as necessary without the least offensive odor. Coffin trimmings, nameplates, shrouds, cravats, and everything required for the laying out and interment of a corpse are always on hand at Gunpowder Falls Casket Company. Our prices are reasonable, and our service is discreet. Death is always a sad affair, but you can rely on Gunpowder Falls Casket Company to treat your dead with respect. We also sell firearms. You also sell firearms? What do you want? I don't write the ads. Enjoy the irony. I guess I will. Welcome back, dear listeners, to the Noosphere, where reality is formed and destroyed through the power of ideas. As our former narrator, the sentient ghost ship Mary Celeste, would say, if you can hear this message, then it's meant for you. Last time... Uh... Last time... Kate Warren, Alan Pinkerton, and Lady Lovelace had uncovered the secessionist plot to kill President-elect Abraham Lincoln. Lord Byron and Nikola Tesla discovered the sabotage of Mary Celeste, and fear her loss means they will be forever severed from the biosphere, leaving Ada trapped out of time. Ada confronted Charles Babbage and disabled his resonator, but was only able to escape by jumping headfirst into the Noosphere, where her fate is anything but certain. Yes, thank you. My pleasure. <clears throat> Tonight's episode, To Live Inside Time, concludes the six-part adventure of The Baltimore Plot. We meet up with the story again as Ada is falling end over end through the endlessness of the Noosphere. Yes, I know, but... Not only is the universe stranger than we can imagine, it is stranger than we can imagine. But what am I to do? Noosphere's vast. Charles? It would be like finding one person in a million oceans. She's lost to me. She's lost to the world. It's gone. 
sorting process, I could convert two and two into five. That would give me much greater pleasure. Father! No, wait, don't go! the more possibilities are before us. The more tuned I become, the ideas, they're everywhere. If I could find the right one. Right and wrong don't even enter into it. No. This thing that's inside of me, what if you could have it too? What if we all could? No. the freedom to choose what I fight for. No. We are in effect, inside thoughts, inside ideas. Can I control them? Do they control me? I love the name of honor more than I fear death. No. To live in the atmosphere is to live inside time. thinking. We need only have an idea, and it would be our reality. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. There is no instinct like that at the heart. never seen both of you embrace before. There, there, dearest. How did you find your way here, Lady Lovelace? We've been cut off from the biosphere. <laughs> oh, my dear Mr. Tesla, you won't believe it. I'll tell you later, but first, I think Mary Celeste may be missing this. The resonator. I'm delighted to see you, Ada. I'm sorry I worried you. I'm sorry for many things. You've nothing to apologize for, my love. Father, you were right. Well, Naturally. About Mr. Babbage. He sabotaged the engine and Mary Celeste. He is causing the deviations. He built a device and used it to rupture the barrier between the biosphere and the noosphere. That's how I got here. He pushed you? I jumped. You? Well, can't breathe. <laughs> Apologies, Doug. I just... Dear Ada... I hadn't seen it with my own eyes, I wouldn't have believed it of him. I didn't believe it. You did. I didn't listen. He should have been the man you thought him to be. I couldn't get through to him. It isn't your fault. When an inventor is inventing, communication becomes secondary. Footnote. In A Talk with Tesla in the Atlanta Constitution, 1896, Nikola said... I don't think there is any thrill that can go through the human heart like that felt by the inventor as he sees some creation of the brain unfolding to success. Such emotions can make a man forget food, sleep, friends, love, everything. End footnote. Well, I haven't forgotten. There is a rupture in the noosphere, and it's destroying ideas. For once, time is not a luxury we have. We need to stop it, and quickly. It will take me some time to repair the damage that's been done. Oh, no. What's wrong? It's not... It's 
not the same as before. Explain. I felt a, a shift in the noosphere. It's as though I was reading a line of numbers in sequence. One, two, three, four, five, and so on. And when I reached 36, I suddenly found myself back at one. You mean you felt the kind of change that the engine detects? A deviation? Somehow, despite our precautions, Lincoln is still assassinated before he takes office. How? I told her we'd foiled her plans. I need to get to Lincoln. This is all my fault. We need to tether to Mrs. Warren's location. The engine is offline and Mary Celeste is malfunctioning. We can't give up. Maybe if I try to... How long until you'll have the engine and Mary Celeste repair? I don't know, I... Oh! Did you just open an X-point with your mind? Explain. Later, I promise, Mr. Tesla. Well, you fashioned a tether. We may as well use the thing. Father, when the X-point is defined, what do you see? I see a bright white light, and when I walk into it, I find myself in a new location. What do you see? The world reveals itself to be made of numbers that rearrange themselves into a neatly ordered path set down before me. Babbage was right. You are the enchantress of numbers. Shall we? Uh, there you are, Father Abraham. Don't push it, sonny boy. I'm tired after this long journey. I'm quite ready to get out of this damned silly hat. Footnote. Lincoln traveled with Kate Warren from Philadelphia to Baltimore, disguised as her invalid brother, wearing an old shawl and an unbecoming soft beaver hat. Quite unlike his famous top hat, the floppy beaver made him quite unknowable. I put on the soft hat and joined my friends without being recognized by strangers, for I was not the same man. End footnote. I'm relieved to see you both arrived safely. I wouldn't let you down. The train was late. It's already half past seven. We need to hurry. I've leased a horse and carriage to take us across Baltimore. Let's be on our way, brother dear. This is Vaughn. Wait a moment. Lady Lovelace. Byron. Mr. Lincoln, these are my colleagues. No time for introductions. The plan doesn't work. The engine's been sabotaged and we don't know the details, but something unknown is going to happen to foul our plans. We need to change them. Change them? How do you know it's not changing them that fouls the plans? We don't know that, but we do know that it doesn't work. It never will work. But if we pay attention, we will get to the future where it will have worked. Uh, you'll have to run that by me again. Mrs. Warren. Kate. You must trust us. What do you think I've been doing? We don't have time to argue about this. Use what you have. What do you, what do you see? Or, or, or smell, or, or whatever it is. Our synesthesia, yes. And the nights aren't yet near enough to detect. Everyone here means what they say. The Ides of March have come. What is happening? There is no time. He's almost here. Stay behind me, Mr. Lincoln. I will do everything in my power to keep you alive tonight. So will we all. I don't know whether I should be honored or terrified. So now what? Now we wait. I hate waiting. 
Ellen! Get down! Seek Sympateratus! Stop! Ada, are you doing this? Stopping time? Uh, I'm slowing it down as much as I can. What's wrong with Pinkerton? Why isn't he moving? And that other man with the gun? <sighs> Mr. Tesla? How did you get into the biosphere? Lady Lovelace pulled me here from the nosephere. Mm, no time. Move Mr. Lincoln out of the path of the bullet. Will someone please explain anything that is going on here? Mr. Lincoln's not frozen, like Mr. Pinkerton and the assassin. Does that mean he's one of us? Mr. Lincoln, have you heard of synesthesia? <sighs> this isn't as easy as it looks. Fine. I've moved to safety. <sighs> All right. I'll let Wait, it... my dear. I'm sorry, but if we leave this would-be young assassin standing here, Mr. Pinkerton's bullet will surely kill him. Not to be too crass, but is that really cause for concern? This man must live. It is of great importance. This man just tried to kill me. Why the hell is he so important? Mr. Booth has something else he is destined to do. Then move him too, but do it quickly. I can't hold this much longer. It won't undo the deviation. Pinkerton has seen him. That's true. Mr. Pinkerton will shoot again, or he'll capture and imprison Booth. He will never stop searching for the assassin. Booth must live and be free to act according to his nature. Just do something quickly. I'll take his place. What? No. George. That won't work either. Mr. Pinkerton has seen you, Byron. He'll know you're the wrong man. Not if you have an anchor. I'll take his gun. There. Pinkerton will see what he expects to see. A treasonous villain who happens to look like a moderately famous actor. No! There's, there's another way. We just haven't thought of it yet. Dearest duck, this is what I meant to do. I tried to do it all those years ago in Greece and died of damned diphtheria instead. I'm not made for endlessness, my love. It chafes. Let me go in a blaze of glory. He doesn't deserve your sacrifice. I'm not doing it for him. Take him far from here. You can shove him on the train back to Philadelphia. Good plan. Farewell, my friend. You're a braver man than I, George. Not a chance, old salt. Take care, Nicola. Fix Mary Celeste, if you can. Goodbye. Mr. Lincoln, it was an honor, sir. I don't know why you feel you must do this thing, but thank you. All the same. Goodbye to you, Mrs. Warren. Thank you for everything, Lord Byron. Keep your American gruff, darling. If you join the League, you'll need it. Ada. No. My dear. I won't let you do this, father. The last time I died, you came back into my life. Now I go on to a new adventure. Who knows? Perhaps I'll meet with one of your sisters, Allegra or Medora, in the next. We will find another way. I'm sorry to leave you, my fair child, Ada. Sole daughter of my house and heart. Remember, the busy have no time for tears. Catch her, Mrs. Warren. Abe, we must get you to safety. With me, Mrs. Warren. Oh, father. He's gone. Well, Abraham Lincoln safely in the White House. Baltimore plot is foiled and the would-be assassin stopped in time. 
we did what we set out to do. We did at that. <sighs> and this too shall pass away. Kate? It was a good thing we did, saving Mr. Lincoln. And that new intelligence service he wants you to start, that'll be good for business. Or it will be, if I can keep it a secret. Footnote. And this too shall pass away was a favored phrase of Abraham Lincoln's. Though the phrase seems to have originated in the writings of the medieval Persian Sufi poets, Lincoln uses it when addressing the Wisconsin State Fair in 1859. It is said an Eastern monarch once charged his wise men to invent him a sentence to ever be in view, and which should be true and appropriate in all times and situations. They presented him with the words, and this too shall pass away. How much it expresses, how chastening in the hour of pride, how consoling in the depths of affliction. Perhaps Lincoln saw Kate's sadness at Byron's passing and whispered it to her before they parted ways. End footnote. You're going to leave me now. When I was 17, my father promised my hand in marriage to a friend of his. This friend was... Let's just say that I could read his intentions and they weren't honorable. I tried to talk to my father about it, but he didn't believe me. So I left. I never saw or spoke to him again. For a while, life was hard. And then I walked into your office. From what I've seen of these people, they do good work. But if it ever gets too hard, know that you have got a home to come back to. Thank you, Alan. Between your apologies and your gratitude, I don't know what to do with myself. I'll miss you, Kate. Mrs. Warren. Just get going now, would you? I got work to do. Goodbye, Alan. Charles? He's gone. Leah. And the deviation device? He took every damned thing with him, even my spectacles. I worked with him for seven years, and he just left me behind. <laughs> did you kill Booth? We did not. Well, aren't you noble? I guess you'll be joining your secret league now, then. Oh, Leah. Stay with me, Kitty. It could be like old times. I don't know what to say. Then listen. I've seen the Noosphere. I've glimpsed the mystery that chose you. I almost got myself there. <laughs> but I have no way to see it now. I'm sorry. Don't pity me. I will find a way in. Then I'm sure we'll meet again. Well, here we are. Three. Again. Four. I'm here. Welcome back, Mary Celeste. I never went anywhere. It's you who left. Everybody always leaves me. I, I apologize. She's been through a lot. She's not the only one. Welcome, Mrs. Warren. 
You should all call me Kate. Byron said we could be who we wanted to be here, and it's the only name I've ever worn that was well and truly mine. Kate it is. Well then, are we ready to untether from Baltimore 1861? I think so. Mary Celeste, cast off. Please. Work, work, work. And so, what now, do you think? I don't know anything anymore. You know, the more we know, the more ignorant we become, in the absolute sense. Next you'll say that only through enlightenment do we become conscious of our limitations. But I don't feel enlightened, Mr. Tesla. I feel... untethered. One of the most gratifying results of intellectual evolution is the continuous opening up of new and greater prospects. Sometimes that means untethering. What's this? Stop. Don't touch that. Please. Tesla? Ada! Charles, what? I need your help. After what you did to Mary Celeste? To Ada? I know you've no reason to trust me, but things have changed. I'm trapped. I can't get out. They want me to... It's... It's too much. If things go on as they are, I... They are going to destroy the Noosphere entirely. Where are you? I don't know. Please, try to find me. I can help you restore. Uh, nothing. Tell Mr. Edison I'm just testing the extractor. Something has shifted. I think we can guess the source. It feels different than before. Batten down the hatches. There's a storm approaching. New and greater prospects. Already? Welcome to the secret and impossible league of the Noosphere. Thank you Thank for joining you us. for joining us. My apologies. You go ahead. Welcome back. <clears throat> Thank you for joining us for this extraordinary presentation of the secret and impossible league of the Noosphere in the Baltimore plot. Stay tuned. Our adventures will continue. Pendant Productions would like to express our thanks to our stars. Alyssa Kay as Lady Ada Lovelace, Marina Kleinpeter as Kate Warren, Daniel Christensen as Lord Byron, Sharif Amin as Nikola Tesla, Caitlin Francis as Leah Fox, Troy Lund as Alan Pinkerton, Imogen Love as Mary Celeste and Abraham Lincoln, Matthew Middleton as Charles Babbage, and Mark Fox as John Wilkes Booth and other voices. Advertisements and footnotes were read by Sean Marie Stanton, and I am Roy Stanton. Cylon was conceived and written by Darian Lindell. The Baltimore plot was originally produced as a stage play directed by Megan Shalom Arnett for Live Girls Theatre. This episode was directed by V.C. Morrison, an assistant directed by Paul Brueggemann. Songs Dead and Buried, Catch This, This Can't Be Happening, Pulling Together, The Soon Coming Sleep, Insanity Calling, and The Stranger by Josh Moland at thetunepeddler.com. Other original music and the Cylon theme were composed by Michael Lovchuruk. Some sound cues created by Stephanie Senior. Produced by Pendant Productions. This production is copyright 2022 Pendant Productions and Live Girls Theatre. Stay safe and good luck. 
For more full-cast audio dramas, please visit our friends at Jim French's Imagination Theater at HarryNile.com or search for Pendant Productions wherever you find your podcasts. Thanks for listening. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening.